pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, they also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash proextra. New year, more rewards, pro extra, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. So pole position is going to get a very, very brand new meaning. And that meaning is coming... Uh, via Las Vegas, via Bernie Eccleston, it could be good news. There could be well, strippers where there are garage mechanics because Las Vegas could be the new host for a Formula One race. My name is Rishi Kapoor. Nalcha, welcome to the Inside Line F1 podcast. Are you ready for Vegas? Absolutely ready for Vegas. Which man isn't? Yay! <laughs> you know, you and I are getting excited as though... A, either we are visiting the race or B, I'd be even more excited if I get to drive that circuit. Ah, that, you know, this circuit just proves and I'm going to quote one of our listeners here. Mithila Mehta says that if if drivers actually drive on the strip of Las Vegas. Which uh, they will, is what it claims. uh, Pole position could have a totally new meaning. Woo-hoo. Imagine you have flyers of Nico Rosberg in, in very less clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Britney. <laughs> and then and then with a tag saying, hit me baby one, one more time. More time. <laughs> well, you must have noticed the name of the podcast is, the title is Ocean's Eleven to Bernie's Eleven. Bernie takes a new gamble, but this could be a very, very, very glittery one. Absolutely. And you know, for the glitz and glamour of Formula One mm-hmm. and Las Vegas for all its casinos and all the A+. plus profile people this would be a welcome change but isn't this like a clashing thing between monaco and well who's going to which race i I don't know how it turns out in that case well i guess it is just a few of us who think of it that way Uh for bernie eccleston it means a lot of money Mm -hmm. and it means that the history of monaco will always remain and what's wrong in taking the sport to places where people actually spend money all right so let's come up with three gimmicks that formula one could do while they were at las vegas number one they could have a pit stop through Bellagio. You have a drive through. You actually go through the MGM Grand and the slot machines are connected and a lot of money falls on you. Just a nice No, feeling. your pit stop is connected to a slot machine. Uh-huh. So only if you hit a jackpot do you get the fastest pit stop. Ah, nice. And you know, knowing the kind of marketing gimmicks that the sport is coming up with, yeah, yeah. this could very well work for all I know. The other one that we could have, Rishi, mm. is that the drivers could well be racing in tuxedos, you know, because there are parties all the time. I mean, why would you waste time the minute the race is over, you get out and you just start partying? Instead of the drink, they might just have champagne coming through that tube. <laughs> and my favorite gimmick could be the winner is actually not declared. Ask me why. Why? Because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, while Vegas is still in question, there's another race that suddenly come up. Uh, not so interesting uh, as far as the name is concerned. It's not a Vegas Vegas, but it's an Azerbaijan, very close to Russia. Do you think it's going to be as boring as Russia? Because... We don't need another Russia. Well, the world doesn't need another Russia is what I believe. Ah. Okay. Although we could do with another Vladimir Putin. Okay. <laughs> but now coming back to the race, it's interesting that Azerbaijan is being added to 2016 or being rumored to. Mm-hmm. The circuit is going to be a city called the Baku. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that could mean that in 2016, we could have 22 races on the calendar. That's okay. But wait for it. Mm-hmm. 
that could also mean that the Indian Grand Prix is not going to come back in 2016. Ever, ever, ever. I think they have to rent out the track to very rich Punjabis for weddings. And EDM concerts. Yay! So where's the drop? Where's the drop? Base drop. Alright. So uh, 22 races also means a lot of work for the team. See, we like it. The sponsors may like it. The drivers might like we'll it. We'll love it. They, do, they, they always complain that they don't have much of driving to do other than race weekends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the only ones who will complain, mm-hmm. so to say, would be teams. Because they'd be overstretched physically so. Correct. And uh, I think the FIA would love it. Because that would mean more money from Formula 1. The FOM, of course, Bernie would love it. Imagine if we had 52 races a year. Which I believe is possible. I mean, they if, should, they should. Yeah, I mean, if the English Premier League could have so many matches, why not so many Formula 1 races? Ah, my friend makes a very valid point. Very, very valid point. Another very valid point that came my way this week was McLaren and Ron Dennis. And he very well, and I believe his philosophy is absolutely correct when he says, ah, only a works team can win a championship, a customer team can't. For those who do not understand, let me tell you, when you have a team that has its own engine it or a customized engine, it's a works team. For a customer team, it's a team that makes a chassis and then buys the engine from another uh, uh, mega producer of engines, for example, Mercedes in McLaren's case, and then tries to fit it in its car. They needed Honda, they got it, and that's the strategy to win. See, in the in the previous era, mm-hmm. it would function because the rules were pretty much straightforward. The regulations that govern powertrains. Mm-hmm. But in this year's era, like Ron Dennis put it, there is a difference uh, in power delivery that happens before corner, at corner, etc. There are software changes that one can actually mm-hmm. adapt the car to, which a works team is capable of doing far better than a customer team. So, which is case in point of Williams this year, that they will always finish second or third, but... Mm-hmm not be able to win the race as much. Yeah, it's also to do with uh, sharing data and, and if I'm Mercedes, I'm not going to give all the data to... Yeah, and you know, I mean, if Williams is suddenly going quicker than them on a Grand Prix weekend, mm-hmm. all it takes is for Mercedes to send a few engineers and say, listen, we are installing an update because we've realized that from a reliability point of view, we need to do a few changes. And those few changes could actually mean, uh, you know, could come at the cost of a few BHPs in, in your cars. Which is just uh, unfair, you know, because... Well, life is unfair. But that's how the sport uh, regulations are. I mean, you ultimately are a customer. Mm-hmm. So I think there should be two championships, one for the works team and one for the customer teams and probably that. Well, then we are going the Lamar way where there'll be privateer teams and oh my God, don't complicate the sport <laughs> even more so. All right. Uh, sometimes uh, things kept simple are the best way they should be. Uh, Jules Bianchi, sometimes not getting an update is good update. Uh, you were giving me a very good example as far as Michael Schumacher was concerned. And now that we don't have news on Jules, it is possible that he's recovering, is just kept under the wraps. Yeah, and you know, all we can do is wish him all the best and rely on all the official sources like we've been doing in the last few mm-hmm. weeks to hear about his recovery. Well, uh, somebody is recovering and somebody's progressing. Jehan Daruwala, our very own No Die Racer. Participant, uh, India's uh, upcoming Formula 1 hope has now actually switched another level and, and Kunal is going to tell me about it. So, Jehan is moving from cards to cars next year. Ah, nice. And that actually means that he's accelerated in his program by one full season. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finished second in the German Championship this year and a few other very credible wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sahara Force India has, of course, decided to put him into cars earlier than planned and he's probably planning the Formula Renault 2.0 season next season. Okay, a little point I want to discuss with you is when drivers are really young and making it to Formula 1 and Jehan looks like he could be another step because he's talented, let's face it. 
you know when a formula 1 team is planning their career don't they have a very clear age gap mandate whatever in their mind see verstappen is actually a very good example that you brought up mm-hmm. but it is also an exception to the rule mm-hmm. okay not everyone could a get as lucky and b get lucky i mean you know i mean to say in the case in point of jaime algursari or sebastian mm-hmm. buemi mm-hmm. they made debuts at 19 and 20 years of age and look at where they are today mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not about you know at what age you necessarily make the break but it's it's also about what time in your career you get the break mm-hmm. so in case of verstappen we can only hope for the best in case of jehan i am really keen to see what he can do next season in cars yes wishing him all the best and we'll be tracking his uh, progress through the ranks very very closely and updating it on the inside line f1 podcast we're signing out for now uh, there's diwali coming up and we probably are going to take a little kaju katli break ourselves between then and now lots of eating lots of crackers lots of blessings lots of rangolis lots of colors and lots of diyas there's rishi kapoor and kunal shah saying goodbye see you in austin